0: South Africa has recorded just over 5,000 new infections over the past 24-hour cycle, uh, which has brought the number of known cases of COVID-19 since March to over 516,000. The national death toll now stands at 8,539 after 173 more people have died. The data indicates that the rate at which COVID-19 cases are increasing daily in the country since the beginning of the outbreak in March is beginning to decline. Now, the number of recoveries currently stands at 358,037, which translates to a recovery rate of 69%. We join on the line now by Professor Salim Abdul-Karim, who's Chairperson of the COVID-19 Ministerial Advisory Committee. Always good to speak to you. Welcome to Updated Noon once again, Prof. Karim.
1: A very good afternoon to you, Sakina, and all of the listeners.
0: So, uh, Prof, looking at the latest statistics and uh, particularly uh, starting perhaps uh, looking at the recovery rate that's uh, just under 70%, what should we be reading into that right now?
1: So I think when we look at the overall number of active cases, in about the last 10 days or so, the number of active cases has steadily been declining. Some of the changes In the increase that we have seen in active cases relates to the shortened period of isolation from uh, 14 days to 10 days, but that contributed only a small number. The biggest decline in active cases has come from the sharp declines that we have seen in Gauteng. Overall, in South Africa, Over the last 10 days or so, we have seen declining numbers of cases, and it's been pretty steady coming down, driven by the declines in uh, the Gauteng. Some of the decline in the Gauteng is offset by the increases in KwaZulu-Natal. So KwaZulu-Natal is running about two to three weeks behind Gauteng in terms of its increase. But overall, I think we can say... That the decline that we have been seeing in the total number of cases and the active number of cases, the number of active cases, has been consistent now for just over a week. And that is promising. It's not yet good news, but it's promising news.
0: So, Professor Karim, uh, I'm sure you know this by now, that there is some skepticism around these numbers. Uh, For example, if we look at that um, recovery rate, and people are asking, how do you know this for a fact when people are indeed not going back or they're not getting tested after they've contracted the virus and recovered?
1: Yeah, so we know this uh, uh, from... Studies that have been done so remember initially when we first started seeing cases in March when somebody finished 14 days we required them to have a test which was in keeping with the WHO requirement but since then we now have some pretty good studies that show quite clearly that by the time you get to the first week after symptoms that the virus is no longer infectious in those individuals and by 10 days they are no longer infectious and they can de-isolate. Now, there is no need for a test because the test is not gonna help you and tell you anything more than what we already know. If they are well at the end of 10 days, that is recovery. That is by definition the, the WHO approach to dealing with recovery and so that's the standard now we all use. So it's not like we're creating some other kind of definition. We are using what is the standard definition. I think for me the bigger problem is are we testing enough? And that's a more complicated question to answer because that's driven partially by the number of requests being made but is also being driven by the number of kits we can secure and that has been a problem for us. And if I look at this decline, this decline started at a time when we were still increasing testing. Uh, But over the last week or so, the number of tests we're doing have been declining, and that is a bit of concern to me. I would want to see us maintain the number of tests that we're doing between forty and fifty thousand, so that we know we are testing enough and that the proportion of positives is starting to go down
0: so would it be fair to say right now that we are perhaps under reporting uh, the number of positive cases that we have in the country
1: yeah that 's true uh, it 's true of pretty much everywhere uh, it 's not possible to report all cases because we know that there are you know, a certain number of cases that are asymptomatic, that would never come forward for testing. Some estimates based on studies, for example, in Spain, suggest that that's around half of all the cases. So we only know about half of the cases. But even then, we're probably under-reporting a little in terms of who we are testing. Because we had to prioritize our testing we don't just make testing available to anybody. It's focused now principally on those who have a clinical indication or who are in outbreaks or who are contacts. So based on that, we can also go on the basis that we have an undercount. But that's in relation to probably, if you, if you take right now our testing uh, priorities, that has been in place now, for something like seven, eight weeks. So that hasn't changed. So the changes we're seeing, which was the increase, reaching the top, and then coming down, all of that was while we had the same criteria. So I don't think the criteria played a role in the trend, but the total number of cases, it's, it's always going to be an undercount.
0: So right now, Professor Karim, and uh, everybody is, of course, uh, waiting with bated breath to hear when exactly that peak is going to be and when we expect to see a decline. Uh, But you say that we are under testing at the moment. So can you just give us an indication, at least from what you know right now, of what sort of dates we are looking at?
1: Well, I think for me, right now, I think the next two weeks are going to be critical. When we look at where we are around uh, the, the second half of August, probably in the third week of August, we will know by then whether we are seeing a consistent decline in cases across all provinces. Once that happens, then the overall numbers will nosedive and we'll start seeing it coming down. My big concern is that this is what happened in the USA, that as the numbers came down, they didn't really go right down to below, you know, a number that in, in South Africa's case, you know, be a few hundred to a few thousand. It came down partially. And then they started, you know, easing their restrictions in some areas, and then it just took off again. So my worry here is that we really can't afford any complacency. If people see the numbers coming down and they think, oh, they can stop wearing their masks and keeping social distance, we will just see that line turning up again and the number of cases increasing. So we're going to have to remain very vigilant. This is not a time for complacency. We have to keep up with our prevention until our cases have come right down. Even then, we have to keep very strong uh, processes in place to make sure people are following the rules and the prevention.
0: And just a final uh, question with regard to the test kits and testing. Uh, what is the update there? Are we procuring more? When can we expect to have those? And when will we be retesting more as a nation?
1: Well, when I'm looking at now, when we're testing around 40,000 a day or so, that's quite a lot of tests. I mean, that's uh, not to be—you know—it's not just a handful. 40,000 tests a day is a lot. Translates to, you know, in the region of around quarter million a week. So that's a lot of tests. But in relation to the number of cases, I would want to see the proportion testing positive to come down closer to around 10 to 15%. Right now, that proportion is around 25%. In other words, we are doing at the moment four tests to find one positive. Ideally, we should be, not ideally, but it's preferable that we should be doing a few more tests. And when we're getting to around eight tests to get one positive or 10 tests to get one positive, then you know you are testing at a better fraction. In other words, you are looking for cases more actively than we are at the moment. So, you know, 25% is not bad. If you take, for example, the U.K., at the end of their entire sort of surge, their testing proportion was one in three. In the U.S. right now, it's around one in four. country. have around 1 in 4, 1 in 5. So it's around where we are. But we do need to increase so that we are getting to a, a, a fraction that is smaller. In other words, between 10 and 15% of the tests we do should be positive, positive. Then we know we're testing you know, a better fraction.
0: We're going to leave it there for today. Thanks for always uh, being available to speak to us. Uh, Chairperson of the COVID-19 Ministerial Advisory Committee, Professor Salim Abdul Karim.